tired of going through the motions and letting your life pass you by? Welcome to the Do It On Purpose podcast, where we aim to help you take back the reins on your life. When we first founded Good & Glory Collective, we decided it would be centered around effective communication and intentional living. At the root, intentionality means this, knowing your purpose and doing everything on that purpose. So what are you waiting for? When you set your intentions and come alongside them with a little bit of discipline, you too can live a purpose-filled life with this one simple concept. Whatever you do, do it on purpose. You're listening to the Do It On Purpose podcast with Becky Thomas and Jesse Kacher, episode two. Let's get started. In our last episode, episode one, we talked about why it's important to do things on purpose and to set a mission statement for your life. This month, we're going to discuss how to get started in doing that by sharing some practical steps to writing your life's mission plan. Our goal is to help you finish this episode with stronger vision for what you want your life to be all about and a strategic mission statement to help you make it happen. If you haven't listened to last month's podcast, we encourage you to stop right here and go back and listen through it first to understand the why behind doing things on purpose. And then come back and meet us here after to discuss the how. So whenever a new business is born, a mission statement is typically set to make sure that that business has a clear vision so that it can accomplish what it was created to accomplish. That being said, if we were created with a purpose and we desire to accomplish what we were created to accomplish, then why don't we take the time to write down mission statements for our lives? When we do, we can stay focused on the end goal and measure our efforts along the way. If you desire to do that today, you're in the right place because we're going to tell you exactly where to get started. Okay, before we get started this morning, there's a lot of content that we're going to share with you today that requires some brainstorming on your part. You're about to write the mission statement for your life, so it's going to take a little bit of thinking. If you're in the car in the middle of something, you can still listen along to this episode, but we really encourage you to come back and listen again when you can sit with a piece of paper and a pen for just a few minutes. We've created an interactive worksheet that follows along with this teaching step-by-step, which can be downloaded from the link in the show notes for just 99 cents and will help us in the long run to improve the Do It On Purpose podcast in the days to come. If you can't download the worksheet, just grab a pen and a sheet of paper or maybe a few, and jot things down with us as we go. Okay, so let's get started. In a world where burnout and going through the motions is so very common, how do we change the game and do things on purpose? Well, we're going to cover two things this morning, how to set your mission statement and how to measure your efforts. We're going to start with the first of those two things, writing your mission statement, which we've broken up into three clear steps. Step one is finding your priorities and passions. Okay, so here's the thing. In order to run on a mission, you have to know where you're trying to get to. You'll hear us use the words vision and mission a lot in this podcast. And while it might sound like we're using those two words interchangeably, there actually is a difference. Having a vision means that you have an idea of where you're heading, what you want to accomplish, and what legacy you want to leave behind you. Having a mission means that you have a game plan of how you're going to get there. So in order for us to help you write your mission statement, we have to first help you set some vision. Now, before we do this, it's important to note something. 
we're not here today to set your goals. Goal setting is such an important part of living on purpose and something that we are so passionate about here at Good and Glory Collective. However, we want you to go into this process with this perspective. Think about what you want your life to be all about, what you want to be known for and what you want to be remembered for. The valuable, deep, meaningful stuff. We want to help you build a life centered around that. So yes, goal setting is extraordinarily valuable and something that we'll talk about more in later episodes. But for today, keep in mind throughout this process that we're mission planning. So with that in mind, let's dig into step one of writing your mission statement, determining your priorities and your passions. Let's start by thinking about what's most important to you. This is how you're going to know where to set your vision and how to write your mission statement. So grab a sheet of paper and write everything down. Don't worry, it doesn't have to be perfect or final. Just get all your thoughts down on paper. Once you've gotten it all written down, sit back for a minute and look over it. The first thing to look for are common themes and similarities. For instance, if you wrote down my husband, my parents, my siblings, then you could group those things together into one priority by saying that family is a priority. Once you've gone through and grouped together your common themes, the next step is to get selective. I'm sure you wrote down a lot of things that you love, but it's time to get picky about what's most important. Remember, everything can't be a top priority because then nothing will be a top priority. I challenge you to narrow it down to as close to three things or less as possible. Remember, this is for your use only, so do what's right for you. If you have four, that's okay. If you have one, then rock that one. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what this looked like for us. When thinking through what's most important to me, the first thing that comes to mind is my ultimate purpose, which is to glorify God. If I were to write all of my thoughts on paper, I'd also write down my husband, my family, my friendships, my dogs, of course, (laughs) my work, my home, financial stability, and the list would go on and on. If you look closely, though, there are some common themes there. So for me, when I wrote out my priorities, it looked like glorifying God, loving my people well, and quality of life for my family. My brainstorming session looked very similar, which for anybody who knows us, um, you know that that's not surprising at all because we are very similar, but it was also different in some ways. My top priority was also to glorify God, which was followed by my family, boyfriend, and friendships, and then serving and building up others. So that being said, when I went through and grouped everything together and narrowed them down, I came up with my top three priorities, which were glorifying God, loving and serving my close relationships, and building up and serving people. Essentially, I want everything that I do to accomplish one of those three things. So now that we have an understanding of what's most important to us, let's take a step further. Step two is going to look at what truly prioritizing those things would look like in our lives, or if it's an area that needs improvement, what you would like for those things to look like in your life. And that's okay. It's okay if it's an area that needs improvement. Essentially, we're going to take a few moments to elaborate on what your life would look like if you honored your priorities. Let me give you some examples of what this step looked like for me. I went through each priority one at a time. For starters, what does glorifying God look like in my life? 
I want to live a life that's just as glorifying to God behind closed doors as it is when I walk into church on Sunday. What is important to me when it comes to the relationships I have with the people I love? Well, time is not something that I can get back, and I live a pretty busy lifestyle. So when it comes to the free time I do have, I want to spend it building relationships and encouraging the people I love. Sometimes for me, that means saying no to good things so I can say yes to the people I love most. And how do I increase the quality of life for my family? Well, this can mean a lot of things. Maybe it's financial security, and I work hard to contribute to our finances. Maybe it means covering my home in prayer and creating an environment that's warm and welcoming and full of the Holy Spirit. I regularly like to refer to our home as my bubble or my happy place. Maybe it means cooking dinner for my husband or doing laundry or cleaning the house because that is doing a service for our family. I'm finding new ways every day that I realize I'm providing for my family. Take a few moments now to build upon those important things and evaluate what that looks like to you in your life or how you want that to look in your life. Now that you've got your vision in mind, it's time to write the mission plan. I know that might sound a little bit intimidating that you're about to write a mission statement for your life, but don't worry because you've actually already done the hard part. You just didn't know it. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take those priorities that you just set and we're going to turn them into I will statements. So for example, my first priority is to glorify God. So the first part of my mission statement is in my life, I will aim to glorify God in all that I do. My next priority is to be loving and supportive in my close relationships. So I'm going to turn that into a statement that says, I will be intentional to love and support those close to me to the best of my ability in each season. And finally, I turned my last priority into a statement that says, I will make myself available to the Holy Spirit so that he can use me to build up, encourage, and serve others however he desires. So that's what my mission statement looks like for my life. Um, Now you're going to take a few moments to do this for yourself and to write your own priorities out into I will statements. Think of this moment in this way. You're making a commitment to yourself and you're writing it down so that you can keep it before you as a constant reminder. Because from here on out, the goal is this. Everything that you do should aim to accomplish one of these priorities. So make them count. Now you've officially completed the three steps to writing out your mission statement. Doesn't it feel good to have clear vision of what matters most and a plan of action to honor your priorities? So now that we have a mission, let's talk about how we can measure whether or not we're succeeding in pursuing it. I think this part's super important. To measure your actions, we're going to turn all of the I will statements that you just wrote into does this statements. Then each time we're faced with saying yes or no to something, we'll ask ourselves if it accomplishes any of our mission. For instance, if I'm asked to do something, I ask myself, does this glorify God? Does this give me an opportunity to love my people well? Or does this give me an opportunity to enhance my family's quality of life? If I can answer yes to any of those questions, then that thing falls inside of my mission and it's worth saying yes to. But if I answer no to each of those questions, then I know I need to pass on that thing and stay focused on my mission. So our does this statements are really helpful in determining what to say yes and no to, but I've also found that my does this statements are super helpful when I'm having to do something that I don't necessarily want to do, but that does fall inside of my mission. These statements often help me to find a sense of purpose in the mundane things, and they help me to run on a mission even when I don't feel like it. 
So for example, if I was planning to sleep in one morning and I got a phone call early in the morning from a friend who was needing help with something, would I be overjoyed that I had to get out of bed early to go help a friend? I'm going to be really honest, probably not. But when I ask myself in that instance, does this give me an opportunity to love my people well? And I can answer yes to that question. It's a reminder to me that this is what I want my life to be about. So knowing that doesn't necessarily make me thrilled to jump up out of bed um, or to run out of the door on my sleep-in day, but it does give me a foundation of motivation in knowing that I'm honoring my life's mission. That was a great example, Jesse. Using our does this statements helps us to be intentional in everything that we do, and it gives us the freedom to use our no's and our yeses wisely. So go ahead and take a minute and write your does this statements down. So now with that done, You should have written down your mission statement in the form of I will sentences and also a way to measure your actions in the form of does this sentences. Now that you have these deep foundational desires of your heart written down, let's imagine what your life would look like if starting today, you made an intentional effort to truly honor them. What would be the result? The results would be an intentional life where you take time to do the things that matter to God and matter to you and stop wasting time on the things that don't matter in the big picture. Just because you're busy doesn't mean you're busy doing the right things. 2 Thessalonians 3.11 tells us, For we hear that there are some among you who are idle. They are not busy, but busy bodies. Let's take everything you know about being busy and flip the script. This may sting, but you can be the busiest person in the room and your actions may still be considered idle, because if you have no vision, then you're going nowhere. Let's learn to make our time work for us, to work smarter, not harder, and to build up the things that matter and leave a legacy. So as we close out today's episode, we have a few things for you to take away and meditate on. We do this each month, and we're going to start referring to this portion of each episode as the Think on Purpose segment. We gave you a lot to think on and go over today, so if you need some time to pray or to think a little more, that is totally okay. For today's Think on Purpose, that's exactly what we want you to do. If you got stuck on any of these steps, just go back and sit there a little longer and work through this at your own pace. If you were able to write your mission statement out in the time that it took you to listen to this episode, we're so excited for you. Take some time to read over it, write it down, and really get it settled in your heart. Maybe even take a few minutes to write it down and make it visible by putting it up in the places that you spend a lot of your time. Andy Stanley once said, everyone ends up somewhere in life. A few people end up somewhere on purpose. Those are the ones with vision. So as we walk through the rest of this podcast together, let's become the people who end up somewhere on purpose.